um, somebody else else's health, um, you know, physical or mental can affect your health. So that's, oh, yeah. I Especially think that goes close to you. That goes into yeah. saying the more mentally health, uh, healthy you are and strong you are, it affects other people too. It's not just good for you. It's good for other people. For sure. The better you can show up for those people as yes. well. Yeah. You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls. Hello and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. And Lucas, you look like a singer or a rapper. You have something in your ear. Rapper. Rapper. Yes. Well, I am a rapper. Well, you are a rapper, as am I. I actually have a song on iTunes. Do you? Well, I have a live freestyle on episode 50. Not because we didn't edit mine and make it a real song. Not a freestyle. Pretty close. You wrote it very quickly. You're right about that. Pretty close. And I did it one take live. Took yours three days then about 50 takes yeah. maybe 70 so hello and we're glad you're here today we are going to be talking about um, going a little bit more on the mental health route we did an episode uh, probably five or six maybe seven episodes ago yeah. about mental health in real estate and it was a fun episode for us I think it was my one of my favorite ones we've ever done and it uh, did very well as far as listens and downloads and all that stuff so today we're going to take another angle at that we're gonna talk about how to overcome stress um, as a high performer, um, because stress is a big part of what a lot of people have in their lives, no matter what they're doing, yeah. whether it be home life, uh, work life, business life, whatever it is. Uh, then we're going to talk um, to our team member spotlight. Um, th- this this chick's name is Ashley. Do you know Ashley? I do know Ashley. Have you ever seen Ashley naked? I have. Okay. Have you? I have not. Good answer, Sam. So that's <laughs> Lucas's wife we're getting ready to talk to here in a little bit. She is very um, up to date with, uh, you know, mental uh, health awareness and mental health strength. And um, she runs uh, our nonprofit here, um, Greater Giving. So that's a, she's a great person to have on to talk about it. Yeah, we kind of did the first episode and uh, I didn't even tell her about it. And she was like, you know, why didn't you get my feedback on this first? Because she's the real expert. Yes, so bringing correct. her in here will be will be super cool get a more global perspective on um, how strengthening mental health can positively impact our community, your family, everything. And then uh, instead of a little more pointed uh, approach from from Sam and I, you'll get a more global uh, perspective from her. Yep, exactly. And then we're going to get into some um, Kobe brand stuff. They're, they're, they're trying to, uh, Nike's going all in on the the Kobe stuff. So yeah. talking about that a little bit. Yeah, I just brought my bought my first pair too, so we can talk about that. Too. Why aren't you wearing them? Well, they are being shipped to me currently, Sam. Okay, Lucas. Um, and then we're going to do Win Wednesday. We're going to talk about one of the wins from our company. So there's our our quick uh, episode outline. If you enjoy this at all, if this is not your first episode and this is your second, third, fourth, fiftieth episode listening to, and you have not shared this with a friend, we would appreciate that very much. Uh, uh, you know, if, if half of you listening share this episode, it will be our biggest episode by far, and we would we would appreciate getting this word out because we're doing our best to provide value and. We have a lot of crap going on and we're taking, you know, 40 minutes out of our, our, our day to help um, grow the brand as well as provide value to you. So tell them to share the fucking thing, Lucas. Yeah, share it. Sam will give you a big, warm hug. Virtual hug. Yes, maybe. I, if you're in person, I'll give you a real hug. He will. Lucas, like, give you a fist bump. He's a hugger. I'm a fist bumper. We are. Okay, so that's the episode. That is us. Um, we are there. He's getting some video shots. So overcoming stress as a high performer. So we're going to be referencing some actual data and numbers based on a study in 2018 from the Mental Health Foundation. I do want to caveat that with um, knowing what I know about the state of the world uh, post-COVID, the state of the world with the economy, or uh, no, not really economy, with technology and screens and, and everything, I would assume all of these numbers are on the low side. I believe if they did a study five years later, so um, today in 2023, all these numbers would be um, worse uh, than they are now. So um, the, the behavioral effects of stress, so 46% of people said they ate too much or ate unhealthy because of stress. I would assume that number is low. 29% of people said they started drinking or increased because of stress. And 16% of people said they started smoking or increased smoking because of stress. I'm assuming cigarettes. Because the other type of smoking doesn't stress you out. No, it helps. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, <laughs> so um, so anyways, Lucas, kind of what are your thoughts on, uh, well, obviously we're going to lay the lane a little bit. I wanted to get some yeah. stats out there. but. Um, stress can very negatively affect you if you don't channel it, if you don't channel it correctly. Everybody has stress. I feel like the people that don't maybe drink or eat more because of stress just 
channeled it better. It's not like they don't have stress, yeah, right? I think that is the key is understanding that you will never eliminate stress in your life. And uh, the, the key is to figure out how to, to manage it better. And I think uh, some people were maybe just built better to, or built to handle it better, but there are also some things you can implement in your life, some exercises that can help you manage it better, whether you're going from a C to an A or a B to an A or an A minus to A plus, um, given your natural ability, it's, it's something, it's a skill that we can, we can improve on, but um, you have to have those skills and that knowledge and the resources to be able to combat stress uh, in order to get the life you want. Because in order to make giant strides in your life, there's going to be some stress involved. Mm. I think just what, how I view stress or what stresses me out versus what stresses someone else out is completely different. Yes. So I think that's a huge part of how we were able, you know, to build what we've built so far and the ability to manage that next portion of stress stress in our life for the next 10 years is going to be a key factor in our growth. Yes, I think you alluded to it and I don't need to, you know, beat beat it too much down, but yeah, everybody has stress, just people deal with it differently. Um, some people deal with it better than others, and some people are just, it's a different chapter in their life, and they're, and they're going get, to get a grasp of it. Not everybody has, nobody has a full, a full reign on their stress. And as you do more um, things, as you grow your family, as you grow your income, as you grow your responsibilities, um, your stress grows yeah. with it. When I, when I see other people and, uh, you know, the the people that get stressed out on the littlest things in life are usually not where they want to be, whether it's happiness or success or whatever that is. Um, I think it's a direct correlation. If you see someone get pissed off and stressed out about their, their, their groceries not getting delivered on time or their, their, I don't know, they're going out to eat and the, the, like the waiter doesn't bring their food on time, but they're getting stressed about shit like that or, um, smaller things in life, then, uh, they need to do some work in order to uh, figure out a way to not get stressed over that or just deal with it better so they can uh, think about the shit that really matters in life. Yeah, no, I think that I think that people that get stressed about that, it's one of those things where it's not about the waiter being yeah. late. It's not about a big thing for me. It's not about the traffic. It's not about those type of things, especially things you can't control. It's about things that they can't control that they're not optimizing or doing well. It's not they're, they're not mad at the waiter. They're mad for at sure. themselves for some reason or something else that happened that's a bigger picture. And then um, to kind of uh, go on that a little bit more, I think um, no matter like where you are, whether it's something small or something, well, I lost my train of thought there because you made a good point. But anyways, well, I, I don't need a, I probably was just kind of piggybacking off what you were saying. It's good stuff though. It's a good conversation. Yeah. And I think that they are just more stressed about something else, I guess is kind of the point I was trying to make. It's not specifically about that one issue. And, and I, oh, that's what I was going to say. And I think, and I could be wrong on this and I definitely probably am Lucas. I want your take on this before we yeah. move on to a couple more effects. I think, um, people that get mad about something they can't control or something that seems minimal to everybody else, not them. I get it. it's their perspective. I think it has to do a lot with uh, maturity and maybe emotional maturity, emotional um, intelligence, so, yeah, yeah. emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's like people that get mad over something like that. I just feel like they're immature and yeah. whatever, however you want to break it down, emotional, physical, whatever, whatever you want to looks like. I just feel like there's that immaturity to freak out because yeah. your, your waiter put a lemon in your water and you told him not to, or something like that. It's the reaction index and it's part of our, um, uh, personality assessment that we do here mm -hmm. in, in the office before we hire someone and figure out how someone's going to react under a stressful situation. And uh, you, you see people that react the right way. It's more like a response. You know, they, they soak it in, they take it in, they take a second to breathe, and then they respond instead of just flipping a switch and have an emotional reaction, which we've all had. Mm -hmm. none, none of us are perfect, right? But uh, um, the better we respond to certain situations and not react over emotionally, um, you know, the better off we're going to be in our life and the, the, ha the more people are going to want to be around us as well. Yeah. So I get, yeah, my point was just, yeah, I think that the maturity is a part of it and it yeah. all probably goes together. Um, some more stats from this. So the first things I talked about were more like behavioral or physical, like you're harming your body because of your stress, you're drinking yeah. more, you're eating unhealthy because you're stressed out. Um, and then there's the, uh, uh, psychological effects is that a, 
psyche is that right no psycho no you got it okay yep 50 oh so over 50 percent 51 percent of adults who felt stressed um reported some level of depression uh feeling depressed and then 61 percent um reported feeling anxious and that's one i want to focus on quickly lucas is anxious i don't i know mm. very few people that don't have some level of anxiety yeah, yeah it's really tied closely to stress in my yes. eyes and the way you manage stress for sure so Everybody, there's certain situations where I feel like I am not a super anxious person, but if I had a stressful day at work, I come home, the music is blaring, Maisie's upset about something, Eliza's going down the stupid slide thing that we just bought her that, you know, goes down and, and you know, you know, falls over and, and you know, like is Gets crying. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then Courtney's like that just in that environment, things like yeah. that, that, that makes me anxious too. For sure. And, but I don't get anxious much, but they're even someone that I feel like uh, I get anxious much less than most people. I mm -hmm. definitely still get anxious. They're still very triggering things that makes me anxious. For sure. Yeah. And a Ashley can speak on that better when she gets over here. But, uh, yeah, she calls it um, overstimulation mm -hmm. when you got uh, you got noise, you got sights, you got Save touch. that stimulation for the bedroom exactly. walls. Exactly. Hear that, Ash? Yeah. But um, I got I thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah, <laughs> go Lucas. Let's go. Um, but um, yeah, they're, they're, everybody gets stimulated and overstimulated different ways and to different levels. Like, you know, I can have the music blaring and have a conversation in the car where, where Ash has to, you know, in order to, to clear her head and think, she has to have that music either off or at a low level. So just understanding yourself and being authentic too and realize what those triggers are and uh, so you're able to navigate them or, or put yourself in a better situation to, to limit that anxiousness and that stress. Yeah, like Courtney literally, and, and she'll tell you, she cannot be on the phone with somebody and I can't ask her a question. Like if she's on the phone with her mom, not even talking about anything serious, just having a conversation, yeah. I'm like, hey, is where is that? She like, like, well, like I'll get a super dirty look. Yeah. Like she can't, that just makes yeah. her anxious. And I, then get, I get that. it. And that's that overstimulation. And it depends on the conversation, right? You could be, you could be locked in and, and need to focus, but it could be just like talking to the, the gas company. Yeah. Don't shut me off. Don't shut off my <laughs> gas. So I think, so we're going to kind of continue to go down this path a little bit. And I think when Ashley comes in, it's going to be usually this uh, team member spotlight is a little bit more just uh, what they do. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But I think Ashley's going to have some really good solutions or yeah, potential. Maybe we bring her in a little earlier than maybe we thought. Maybe we will. There you go. She's going to, she's going to take over the episode. But you talked about, you know, behavior effects and psychological effects and, um, and then the effects like uh, that, not the effects, the behaviors that you do because of the feel, the thoughts and the feelings in your head, whether it's over drinking, overeating, uh, smoking, um, but all that, that just at, compounds to, uh, the, the, uh, your body, the impact that it's going to have on your body. Like you're going to have negative impacts on your body from stress and the lack of being able to deal with the stress, even if you don't do any of those things. Like there's so many stories and real life cases of like people breaking out in hive, hives because they're overstressed mm -hmm. or getting some sort of weird back pain that they've never had because they're overstressed. So um, your body really does feel that. And there's a cool book called, uh, what is it? Your Body Keeps Score that has a, has a lot to do with the thoughts and the feelings that you're, that you're holding on to. Your body is your temple. Yeah, well, it's one of them, right? Mind, body, and soul—it's all connected. Mm -hmm. I agree. Awesome. So, so there, we're talking a lot about you know stress, and we're weaving that in with mental health, and because they're they literally go hand in hand. Um, so let's kind of go down that a little bit more, and then we'll, we'll bring Ash in a little bit early. We're super excited. Um, so. In general, um, there's a lot of different causes of stress. Let's go down those, and then we'll bring Ash and Lucas. So, um, a big cause of stress is um, I'm going to bucket this as. Uh, 36% of adults reported stress in the previous year, um, either their, uh, their own or a friend's health condition. So themselves or somebody else's health condition can affect your stress. And it's saying that it rose to 44% adults over 55, which I think makes sense because when you get the age of 55, that's when people, your friends and your parents and your parents' friends start to have health issues and that can affect you. Mm. So there's um, some, some external reasons. So um, somebody else else's health um, you know, physical or mental can affect your health. So that's, oh, yeah. I think that goes close to you. That goes into yeah. saying the more mentally health, uh, healthy you are and strong you are, it affects other people too. It's not just good for you. It's good for other people. For sure. The better you can show up for those people as yes. well. Yeah, for sure. Um, any, any other ones you want to hit on down there, Lucas, or, uh, th this one on, on w women in particular is a little, little interesting. A 36% of women who felt high levels of stress related this to their comfort 
with their appearance and body image compared to to 23% of men. Yeah, that'd be a good time to get actually yeah. because I think it yeah, I think it, you know, my uh synopsis would be, you know, just the societal stress that women are under to appear have an appearance yeah. over men is just it is, you know, it this with all the, you know, magazines and commercials and all that kind of stuff. I just think women are more have more um quote unquote societal real pressure. perceived pressure. Yeah, agreed. Come on in, Ash, that's a perfect time for you. Yeah. And if you're listening, you're missing out. Go to our YouTube and watch this beautiful lady come onto our set. We're trying to get people over to YouTube. And if you're listening, you don't get to see Lucas's beautiful wife, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? It's good to see you. I feel like I've known you for like 20 years. Just about, right? Just yeah. about. I just got a few notes on her phone. So That's perfect. She's yes. not checking Instagram. She's looking at her yep, notes. Just notes, not IG. You're yeah. good. I like it, Asha. I, I would say if you could move that mic a little bit closer to your mouth. or Yeah, I think that's perfect right there. Is that so, good? Yep. Yes, awesome. So, Lucas, if you want to do an intro for her or just throw it off to her however you want to handle it. Yeah, I think uh, I'd like you to introduce yourself, babe. I don't think anybody can do you justice as well as you can. But uh, this is my amazing wife, Ashley. Beautiful, as Sam said. Thank you about 17 times. Trying to get people uh, <laughs> from the from listening to go watching yeah. YouTube. But uh, yeah, Ash, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us about your past experience and how that kind of has led you to this point with our nonprofit Greater Giving. Okay. Um, a lot of my past professional experiences are in nonprofits working directly with children and families. Um, I've worked a lot with um, children that have endured trauma, and I worked in a social emotional program, um, school based program for children that were. Uh, exhibiting mild to moderate behavior concerns. Do you, do you think you've had some personal experiences that allowed you to open your eyes and see how this is can affect the rest of my life? Yes. Yeah. Do you feel like that's pretty common with um, the people that I've seen are super passionate and understand mental health the best, usually have had something happen to them that, that, that it may be a little more above and beyond just a normal person. Uh, would you say that's yourself? I think so, yeah. I think um, our past experiences, especially in childhood, um, impact us all the way through mm. adulthood. And I strongly believe in um, early intervention, like yeah. I said, and um, you know, breaking the stigma so that children can get the services and the help that they need whenever they need it. Yeah, because once we're programmed like us crabby old crusty adults, it's, it's a little harder when you're 35, 40 to change completely the way you think and deal with stress. So uh, early intervention is actually getting, getting ahead of it uh, is kind of where we're wanting to focus some of our efforts. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. And I, I to piggyback off a couple of those points you guys made, I think um, I don't think I'll probably ever get Courtney on here. So thanks for coming on, Ash. But she uh, got into occupational therapy because she her brother passed away when she was six years old. Her brother was eight years old. And all the help that he got and all the support he was getting, that affected her the rest of her life. So she wanted to do that for other people and like help little you know little kids that are, are going through whatever issues they're going through. So that help does, I think, you know, you know not that you have that same experience, but it does mm -hmm. kind of lead into, lead into the rest of it. And then my favorite thing about what, what you do and what we do, Ashley, is helping, you know, early intervention is the best way to put it, but like the ripple effects of having a young person deal with their mental health and, you know, be put that in the forefront, just the ripple effects of the rest of their lives and everybody that they come across the rest of their lives, whether it be friends, family, just somebody they meet on the street. It just, you can't even quantify that, right? You somebody just going down the street and being happier mentally, smiling at somebody, what that can do. So just the getting, trying to get a grasp on it and deal with these big, huge issues at a young age. I just think um, it's some of the best resources that we can spend our money on and spend our time on and energy on is just because it will affect people the rest of their lives. It's great to donate to, you know, I, I have 10 kids in, in Africa that I donate every single month to to help with like water and food. like that stuff's great and that's awesome. And, you know, you know, donating to the backstop or something like that. But this is just, I think, a super, super powerful use of, of time. And I think it affects future generations. So anyways, I just wanted to uh, piggyback that on. I think it's super cool. For sure. And, and I, well, early intervention, ripple effect. And I hear Ash use the phrase, phrase breaking the cycle. Uh, you say that phrase. Tell, tell me what breaking the cycle means to you. Breaking the cycle of generational trauma. I feel like kind of like what you were saying, your programming or your conditioning from the past a lot of us get stuck in our ways and we think that that is like a life sentence and we have the power to change that. We don't have to keep continuing that cycle that we knew in the past. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree. Real quick, did you get up at 412 today? Not today, no. What, what time did you get up today? Today was like 7. Lazy ass. Yeah. Um, all right, so can you, can you uh, tell everybody what we've alluded to it several episodes. We've even alluded to it here, but can you give a little bit of a... Um, you know, synopsis of what greater giving is, what we do, you know, how we money, um, you know, volunteering, all that kind of stuff. Just a, a, you know, a nice little synopsis on greater giving and give it some shine. Greater giving, greater dash giving.org. Go donate. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Greater dash giving. Um, greater giving is our in-house nonprofit. We're creating a collaboration amongst all these companies and the building. So that's faster house, faster freedom, faster funds, lending, Midwest property group, Magnolia real estate, and greater STL rentals. And all of those companies came together to make an even greater impact in the community. So we are, Greater Giving is focused on strengthening mental health and wellness. Um, our mission is um, encouraging self and community healing. We partner with other nonprofits in the area or organizations that align with ours that are also focused on strengthening mental health. And we also donate to families in crisis. Mm -hmm. And we help in three specific ways through education, funding, and volunteering. So um, education, we promote partners, mission, and services. We also offer community wellness events to the community, and we offer those for free so that more people have access to them. And funding, we either donate specifically to the person in crisis or partners, and then volunteering wherever it's needed. Yeah, these community wellness events have been my favorite. Uh, could you tell us about our next one we have coming up and uh, maybe some of the benefits of that event? On Saturday, September 2nd, we are doing our um, first community yoga and smoothie bowls event. So um, one of my friends, Brittany, leads the yoga for us for about 45 minutes. And then we eat smoothie bowls from J&B Wellness and uh, just slowing down our bodies and um, being still. And there's just so much power and that stillness and just being in a community and then offering it for free so more people can attend that and then nourishing your body with good food that's one of my strengths is being still yeah yeah that was did you come to yoga i did not i had a i did actually have a meeting but yes i, I did not come <laughs> to yoga i did not i actually did have something so what, what's cool and i've only done yoga twice and it's both been in this building but uh you know, when, when you're able to, to slow down and focus on the present and kind of just block out the rest of the crap and noise that's going on in your life, uh, that's where I believe um, the, the, the managing stress and the happiness come from is in that present moment. And, and with yoga, um, th there is no other option than to be present because there's some of it that hurts me <laughs> and it makes you think about exactly what's going on and kind of sit in that uncomfortableness or focus on a pose or whatever it is but i i think it's an excellent tool and uh, the more i do it the more i realize how how cool of a tool it is for um, being present and man managing stress and uh, increasing your your mental wellness mm -hmm. you agree absolutely good sam in here next time he does a stretcher person i know you so I know I'm very flexible. You are. Um, so talking a little bit about what we were mentioning earlier, Ashley, I don't know if you heard us over there, um, but some of the uh, stress and anxiety issues that people go through that affect them physically, mentally, emotionally, that affects themselves, it affects other people, other people's stress and anxiety affects them. So there's just all of this stuff that is really, really um, important about getting a grasp on that. So um, do you have any like tips or pointers or things to have, to, and every situation is different to help people overcome that stress. Because I don't know if you heard, but um, the study done by the Mental Health, Fo Health Foundation, 46% of people said they ate too much or eat unhealthy due to stress. 30% of people said they drink or drink more because of stress. So it's not just mental, it's affecting people physically. So anyway, super important to get a kind of a grasp as much as you can on stress. Um, you're not going to eliminate it, right? And then anxiety. So anyway, just some tips and things that you tell little kiddos, adults, whatever, to help deal with stress and anxiety. Yeah. I'm a strong believer in physical health. Um, honestly, mental and physical health are fully connected. Mm -hmm. And um, so just doing anything to move your body. Um, the drinking and the eating is just, I feel like, a form of numbing the pain and probably past conditioned ways. So just substituting those things for healthier options. Um, and moving your body, it doesn't have to be like this full-blown workout, just however you need to move your body, move your body. Um, practicing mindfulness, 
getting out in nature and sunshine and just slowing down, putting the screens away. Um, you guys talked a little bit about society and the pressure pressure from society, and that's a huge stressor. I feel like we almost put it on ourselves because society puts it on us. So just turn off your phone, get out in nature, um, and then human connection, mm -hmm. making sure you're surrounding yourself with safe people and environments that support you and mm -hmm. that alone is life-changing what else oh self-expression mm -hmm. yeah i mean any art form it doesn't have to be art it could be anything is an art form it could be gardening it could be playing sports um, for me it is art but um, it's just another way to express yourself and get out what you need to yeah i think that um so a lot of really good pointers in there i think the one of the things that I take away from it, Ashley and Lucas, and Luke and I talked about this a little bit before, though, is it's it's not something that's a light switch, right? It's mm -hmm. something you continually have to work on. If you want to have a better relationship with your spouse, you're not going to be able to just do it one day. It takes time. And if you want to get in shape, you're not going to go to the gym one time and lose 10 pounds. Like you have to continually work on this. If I growing up, if I want to be better at a sport, I would have to continue to do it. You can't just do it one time. And I feel like so many people that want to get better at a sport, they go to practice, they play at home, they know they have to do it. They know they got to go to the gym. So they go to the gym like that's obvious to them, but it's not as obvious to people that they continually have to work on things like mm -hmm. this. And everything you just said, none of that's easy. No. You know what I mean? Like that's hard work. You're not gonna be able to do it every day. So anyways, that's just another point I wanted to make that it's, it's big for me is you have to continually work on this, not just something you can be aware of and do once every two weeks. You have to do it as best you can, as often as you can. Yeah. And I think what's been super eye opening for me on that is something we're all going through right now. It's a good analogy is our kids are in ISR life-saving swim lessons, right? Mm -hmm. I don't and it, go. And it's not like an hour and a half once a week. It's 10 minutes every day for seven weeks. So mm -hmm. I'm a big believer on consistency over length of time. You know, do something for five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day to start your day. And then throughout that entire day, you're going to be able to handle stress and anxiety much better. And that it compounds on each other. It compounds mm -hmm. on itself. Um, all these cool strategies and techniques that Ash talked about for Releasing that stress is, is fantastic, but I think it's twofold. It's releasing the current stress, but also preparing you better for the next wave of stress. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just super powerful and uh, could be life-changing for some people to implement some of that strategies that Ashley was talking about into your daily life. It's opening your window of tolerance is a good way. Mm. Window of tolerance for stress. Yeah. Whenever you are practicing those things on a regular basis, it has to become a habit. Yeah, love but that. But it's easy to, you know, let you know, life stressors overcome and, you know, just giving yourself grace when you have those moments and then trying to get back on track. Window of tolerance. I love that. So if someone has a small window of tolerance. That means they get triggered super easily mm -hmm. and react yes. poorly. And then if they open that window of tolerance, less, less triggers them and they have yeah, less negative reactions. For, yeah. To respond I like instead that. of react. That's, Very cool. That's the reason I am how I am. That's why I, I do stuff like this. Cause I oh want to open your window of tolerance, Ashley. I do this to make you feel you, better. You, you, you think this makes me feel better? I, I'm working on it. <laughs> you were on the, you were on the edge of the window of tolerance. Yes, for sure. yeah. Sam tries to <laughs> expand it, no, whether I'm, it's it helps or not. Yeah, so usually, always walking that line. Always walking it. So I wanted to get your take on um, something interesting. I think Ashley, I don't know that we prepped you for this, but I think you'll have some good takes on it. So um, as far as working um, towards something and giving yourself grace, there's a, a couple of people in the office that are just taking a break from drinking, um, completely cutting it out. Some people just lessening it. Um, I, I don't drink near as much as I used to just because I have other fun things I do. Um, but um, rather than saying I'm not going to drink, they're like, uh, I, th I think a gentleman said the other day was I'm working on my relationship with alcohol. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, interesting different take on it rather than just wh whether it be stress, whether it be drinking, whether it be eating, whether it be anything you're working on, I think, and, and mental health is a big part of it, rather than trying to make definitive statements, just you're working on your relationship relationship with that thing I think gives you more grace. Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Rather than trying to make like drawing lines in the sand. Yes. It's not as um, concrete, mm -hmm. I guess, but I think it's all about how you word it. I think that's a great way to word it, working on my relationship because we are all still learning and you're still implementing it. So then if you do have a setback, then you're not, you know, so hard on yourself, like you failed because mm -hmm. then that's only going to add to the stress. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about giving yourself grace? And uh, maybe some uh, 
either challenges or successes that you've had in your personal life with giving yourself Drake, Drake, Drake. Drake's Drake? the Drake's your you son. did give yourself Drake. You did give yourself Drake. You gave <laughs> us, us all Drake. You gave us Drake. Yeah. Um, giving yourself grace. Yeah. So str- struggles in my personal life, or uh, successes that you've had when you've realized, hey, I, I gave myself grace, and it, you know, it's a, I, I feel good about this, and it's a better jumping off point going forward from there than beating yourself down from for something little and small. Yeah. Um. I guess just an example is working out yeah. you know i had to like start small and it's just been two days a week i'll wake up super early but sometimes i have to reflect on if sleep is more important for you know it's not every week but i i want to get there it's important it's mainly more important for my mental health yeah than to me for my physical then physical health is just a benefit it's going to work out is so much better for my mental health mm-hmm. but sometimes i need sleep more mm-hmm. and so there's times that I wake up and I'm really mad at myself if I didn't make it there, but I'm like, I really, I didn't get a lot of sleep like two nights before that, like I had to miss this one and mm-hmm. then that's okay. Like I had to teach myself like the wording and reframing like how you think about things. Yeah. That, you know, it's okay to make mistakes and for then sure. modeling that for our kids um, so that that's, you know, part of breaking the cycle too, that they don't do the same thing yeah. for themselves. And on the flip side of that, when you do wake up at four o'clock, which is pretty much 98% of the time, mm-hmm. if not more, four twelve, four twelve, just how important that is to set yourself up for the rest of the day, both from an energy standpoint, but also a mental standpoint, like, Hey, I, I started this day with a freaking win and it's just a great ramp for the rest of the day. Yeah. I feel great the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, uh, that, that book I really like, Eat That Frog. Have you heard of that one, Smash? I think I have. I've never read it. So it, it's about getting the the hardest thing that you look forward to least out of the way at the beginning of the day. Because usually we push something off. And if it doesn't have to be done that day, we push off to the next day, then the next day, then the next day. But if you get take care of it, however big or small, at the beginning of the day, eat that frog. Um, it gets that out of the way, but then it's like the endorphins and everything that comes back with checking that off your list. Not that you don't look forward to working out, but you get that out of the way and then it's like the rest of the day is just, it almost seems like you have more energy just because of the endorphins, the physical part of it and everything. So anyways, that just kind of popped in my mind. Eat that frog is a good book. Eat it. Would you eat a frog, Sam? I don't think I would. No, I'm not have, real big. Have you ever had like frog legs, either I, of you? Ah, uh, no, probably would never. I'll be I okay. I have as a kid, maybe. I'll be yeah. okay never having frog Those legs in my trips. life. I'm good with that too. Not a big gigger. No. Gig and frogs. No, yeah. um, Ashley. What? What? Anything else you think? The uh, you got a huge audience. There's probably two or three million people that are going to listen to this episode. Um, well, anything for for the people that you think can help uh, that they can take away from this that they can help either if it's something we've already talked about. You want to hammer down on giving yourself grace, or if it's tools to deal with anxiety. Whatever, whatever you got. The floor is yours to help. Um, you know, help as many people as we can. The 240 people that will listen to this. <laughs> I think uh, one thing I am very passionate about is the importance of play, even in as an adult, and doing things just because you enjoy them. Um, our society right now is, you know, that that hustle coach culture mm-hmm. that I know you guys have talked about. Um, but sometimes we can get stuck in like the hardworking grind, and then we forget to slow down and just do things because we want to do them. And if it's like that's what I talked about with the self-expression, but I just think. Um, a lot of us need to experience joy more in adulthood as well. Yeah, I love that. I think to me, it it comes back to alignment as well. So it's, it's your vision. And if you're, you're doing something that you're not passionate about and don't love doing, it's going to cause stress in your life. So just, it's important to kind of take a step back sometimes and realign yourself with who you really are and uh, what you want out of this life. Because one of my you know, biggest fears in life is I'm going to be on my deathbed. I'm going to look back and be like, what the hell did I do my, with my life? You're not going to do that. I know. Yes. I, I will not do that because I'm conscious about it and want to want to focus on that every day. But a, a big part about that is um, slowing down and just uh, um, understanding you know, where we've come from and, and celebrating small wins and uh, getting out of that grind every once in a while that mm-hmm. Ashley talked about. And it's, a, it's hard at first. It's hard to be still. Is it hard for you to be still, Sam? It is very difficult for me yes. to be still, yes. Yes, so I like it's it. It's a practice, just practice. like everything else. A little bit of progress. So two things. One, I just dropped this outline and it was far enough away. I, I got stuff in my ears. I got this. So Tyler, thank you for rewarding me. And the other thing was Lucas expresses himself in that fun, you know, 
180 out with that seven iron luke is that where your play is yeah i i love i i do enjoy playing golf um um i played well last week so maybe that's why i enjoy oh. it as much what'd you uh, shoot 37 Ooh, that's your lowest score ever i bet uh for a nine for that nine yeah, yeah. absolutely so um it was like a hundred out. Seven so, shot of thirty-eight. So those course must have just been playing easy. Yeah, I, the ball was carrying, it's, which is weird to me because it was like hitting, super hitting the humid and going. Yeah, up. it was super like dense. But Ashley, it was so do you hot. like golfing? She's played that course with me. It's, I wouldn't say I don't like it. It's not my. It was more forte. of a connection thing for for me. Yeah, I like when I like actually hit the ball. Yes. I get really yeah. frustrated when I hit the ground. Though. Yes, I understand that. I do but as I, well. I hit it a couple, like more than a couple times. Got a question for you guys real quick. Going back to the stuff we were talking about, like the slowing down. So sometimes, like most of the times, like the days and weeks fly by for me. Mm -hmm. Like it's Friday. Mm -hmm. We're recording this on a Friday. Like that's crazy to me. Like mm -hmm. this week's just gone. So was that a, is that a product of not slowing down enough throughout the week? Or is it a product of we're just really enjoying what we're doing? What do you guys think? I think it's all how you perceive it. I mean, is it, can you like look back and remember, or is it you're just like, I'm so busy, like I can't slow down, I'm overwhelmed, or like, are you enjoying the journey? I'm definitely enjoying it. As you're doing it. Yeah. You know? Definitely enjoying it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a lot of things going on, but I enjoy at least 80% of them. <laughs> you know, not every little thing, obviously. You know, some people are, could probably say the same thing at the end of their week, but they might be going to a job that they hate. And so their perspective is probably a little bit different than yeah, yours. Yeah, but I guess like most of the times when I've been at a job that I hated, like the day just drug on and I couldn't wait for that. Or, or like school even, I couldn't wait for that bell to ring. Couldn't wait for that five o'clock to be able to clock out. Um, and that's just not the life that I'm living right now. So part of me loves it because I enjoy every second but also it's like flying by as mm -hmm. well. I don't know, does that, does that ring true to you at all? Yeah, a little bit, um, and I don't, so I had this conversation the other day with, uh, with our boy Danny, and he was like, he was, our, our CFO was, uh, he lives in Chicago, so he doesn't, he's not here very much. He was here for those two days. He was like, it just flew by. He's like, literally the days were like, I started and they were gone. And he was like, reflecting on that because that's what he does, and he was like, I, I like it, but like, I don't know, like it was just filled with endorphins and moving and going and never like sitting still. And of course my perspective, the guy that does that was like, well, there's a lot worse ways to spend your days than being filled oh, yeah. with fun and energy and endorphins and your friends. And um, yeah, you can sit there in your a practice and just be by yourself in your office and maybe have it go a little bit slower. But anyways, I was like, I think it's fine. I mean, I get it. There's too much there can be too much of a good thing but in general there's a lot worse worse days uh, ways to spend your day than you know energy f always moving yeah. always going endorphins wins you know uh, challenges and overcoming so I, I think it's a good thing yeah and i think like uh, a lot of people these days are like don't live for the weekends and and i don't at all but the weekends too to me is the time to kind of slow down and relax and be with the family we've built a business enough up enough to where we have amazing leaders that um you know can can uh if they need to work on the weekend they'll work and uh same with us but i, I work we work on the weekends a lot less than we used to mm -hmm. yeah. um so those those times are nice to kind of be able to slow down and prepare ourselves for the next week but also like when i get to sunday night the majority of the times going into Monday, I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, mm -hmm. I'm so energized and just ready to be here. I'm super pumped for Mondays. I agree. Remember, Ashley, back in the day, Luke's and I were at, like, houses all weekend, every weekend. I remember that. That was fun, wasn't it? It was so great. Yes. I, I used to leave our house in Maplewood, stop by the QT, get, like, a sausage and cheese wrap for mm, breakfast. Yummy. And a Monster and a Gatorade. That's, the, that's what I did, like, every weekend for two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. We, so, were, we were we were and i meet you at the house and uh we paint or demo <laughs> or something or meet with contractors it was it was a wild time looking back <laughs> yeah good thing we didn't have uh, little ones out of made a lot yes we yes have done glad it, we so. started when we did yep for sure yep well ash thanks babe no you problem. did awesome hey babe thanks welcome you did great don't call him babe i didn't she didn't <laughs>
Remember yeah. that one time we were it was, it was in college. We mean you were going somewhere and we left their house and like you oh went boy. to you went to you're like all right see baby you like went to give Ash like a peck on the lips and 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 walked away and I went right behind you and, and gave her a peck on the lips and walked right. away and she's like ah, well, Sam I can't believe I did that I just did it out of like anyways that was funny that was not you did that like last week oh that's true <laughs> well I didn't actually you kiss my wife I didn't no, actually he just kiss. does that that motion <laughs> yeah. every time right yeah, yeah it's kind of like second nature like <laughs> yeah. Habitual. Yeah. Yes. Well, you're welcome, Ashley. And I'm pretty proud of myself for not doing saying too many of those stories and being very somewhat appropriate. So you're welcome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Sam. Thanks, Ash. Appreciate you. Love you. Thank you, guys. Hi, hi. Thanks for coming, Ashley. Great. Awesome. Cool. So we are going to move along to you can hang out or you can roll out, whatever you want to do. Um, so, Lucas, you're a, I am as well. I feel like you are a you're a LeBron fan, but I'm a bigger LeBron fan. Yeah. I'm a Kobe fan, but you're a bigger Kobe fan. Right. So why don't you uh, why don't you intro this Kobe uh, Kobe headlines? Pretty cool. Yeah, bro. It's it's super timely timely too. So uh, you know, um, this past week here, I know this episode is not come out for another week or so, but it was uh, Kobe's birthday. He would have been 45 this That's year. Crazy. Even yeah. when I see like posts and pictures of him, it, it is still hard for me to believe that he's yeah, gone. Me it's too. crazy. It's like you said before, it, it feels almost not real. It, feels, it, does, it still feels not real. Yeah. Um, so his birthday is August 23rd. And then, uh, it's like national Kobe Bryant day, eight twenty four, the day after because mm-hmm. of his, his two numbers. So I think that's just super cool in general. And, um, uh, Nike did this, this cool release and a sale on his shoes. Cause um, they're, they're crazy expensive, dude. I, I don't know if they just don't make a, enough of them right now or they're just not quite the demand there, but uh, they're, they are outrageous, mm-hmm. outrageous. Like two or three times as much as some of the Jordans I got. But anyway, they did like this cool release, a nice little uh, price drop. Uh, they did the Mambasita shoe release with uh, Gigi's name on the back of the shoes. And I, those are the ones I got. Nice. So I'm super excited about those. I've, I've never had a pair of Kobe's. I like the four, five, sixes, and sevens are my favorite, that, that range right there. So super pumped for those. Um, and I think it's going to be start to be, you'll see more and more people wear these shoes. And that's where we're going to here is um, Jordan brand has signed athletes, has uh sponsored entire schools and professional teams as Michigan well. Michigan football is just yeah. an interesting, cool one that they're on. Obviously, oh, I, they're and North I love Carolina. it. Yeah. I no, freaking yeah, love no, it. For it sure. is so cool. Um, but um, what, do you know if Kentucky has been Jordan in the past? Um, I don't know. I can look it up as uh, you're going. Yeah. Um, but regardless, they are going to be a Kobe brand school now um, with that, with that kind of a, uh, it's a Tri- big, triangle that's a big logo. Brand, top three or four brand in college basketball, even though they haven't been as good. Oh, yeah. For sure, top three brand in, in, in college basketball. Forever, close, for the last yeah. 50 years, yep. 70 years maybe. Um, so super uh, impactful there, I think. And you, you tell me if you're wrong, but I think um, I think this is the start of something, honestly. Like uh, with, with Kobe just being Kobe, number one, but also the way he tragically passed away, I think we're finally getting past like that that sorrow stage and getting into the the celebration of, of life stage. And I, I think this is only the start of other schools doing this and other athletes as well, becoming Kobe athletes as well. So yeah, no, I think? agree. So no, Kentucky was Nike. They weren't Jordan. Okay. So they just had Nike um, on their stuff, which looking back, I can see their Jersey now with that Nike. Switch yeah. on it. So, so they were Nike. So they weren't. And I think, um, I think that first of all, it's a huge get, like, it's not like, getting Mizzou to right. be a Kobe thing. That's right. cool, whatever, top 80 school in the country or 70 brain yeah. in the country, not a top two or three brain. So very cool, and I agree. I think it's, it is kind of getting to the, it's not real stage, and maybe this will help make it more real, like yeah. a Kobe athlete kind of thing. So yeah, it's just, um, it's crazy. It's a really cool get, and it's um, smart by Nike, and um, I, I love every bit of it. I, I, I'm sure that everybody still gets paid on everything, but like, um, not taking advantage of the situation, but I feel like, they did a good job. They waited a few years. They didn't like yeah. come out with like this Kobe, this super expensive Kobe brand and shoes or whatever uh, six months after he yeah. passed away. So I feel like they did it right. I'm sure that was a talk. I'm sure this has been in plans for a while. For sure. But they didn't want to seem insensitive and do yeah, it too exactly. quickly. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with this statue at the lake, at the Staples Center or Crypto or whatever they call it now. But I was lucky enough to go see um, um, the Lakers play in L.A. this past year. And uh, just being uh, – 
amongst all those legend statues is, is really powerful. It's mm-hmm. super cool. And it's a huge deal there. And uh, his statue's coming up and uh, they're going to they're gonna reveal it in February, I think was the plan. So that's coming up here in like six months. So that's exciting, like right in the middle of the season. Hopefully give them some That always makes to- me ner- nervous. The statue's like, is it going to look not even close to them? You know what I mean? Like yeah. It never usually looks great. So oh, they're, they're, they're good there. Are they? I oh, seen, my like gosh. The, like the, the stadium usually one outside St. Louis. Some of them yeah. are a little bit off here. These are cool. They got like Shaq Duncan like on the on like the, the catwalk up there. They're, they're really cool. But um, um, so I think they did the same thing there. They, they waited for the right time. And I think it's going to have a bigger impact on Kobe as a brand and, you know, the – the fan base in LA as well for for waiting for the right time. I like it. No, I think that's cool, and I um yeah, I think they they handled it well. And maybe my fear of uh, bad statues is just a little bit. Technology is probably better now. That's probably yeah better. yeah laser cuts yeah all yeah. this stuff cool. Um, I got a win. Do you have a win? I have one. No, why don't you share the win? And I would love to get uh, permission from J Rock to use his song on like the intro to the segment. Like win. Win, 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 win. That'd be so dope. All Just, right. Well, we'll reach out to him. We yeah. do have, which is that, that, that parlays into my win. Okay. Um, tell me about and it. And this is just interesting. I think for most people, I would find this interesting, even if I wasn't just our social media is banging right Good. now. Like we, I had yeah, 380 something thousand on Instagram, which is starting to get like a big number, like a couple hundred thousand is good. But once you get to closer to half a mil, it's crazy. Um, and we have been getting up and down like any of social medias and everything we've been getting. 250 to, to 600 followers a day kind of up and down on Instagram, which is great steady growth, but we are blowing the doors off it on Tuesday this week. We got 5,600 followers mm. in one day on Instagram. And the next day I believe we got 3,800. And that, so we're getting like, like that can't keep up. We would have like a million by the end of the year, um, which very few people have, but anyways, so let's, I want to talk a little bit about, um, so speaking of J-Rock, we got 2.4 million, almost 2.5 million falls on social media. J-Rock, let us use your song. Yeah. Or can we just use it? Or no, yeah, how trust track will we get in if we just it use so, it? So-so, T-York says so-so. Well, not very many people listen to this. Yeah. So listen to this, we're good at explaining things. We're good at social media. We're just late to the podcast game. So freaking share this with your friend. We know what we're talking about. But yeah. um, so anyways, I wanted your initial thoughts on that and I could talk a little yeah. bit, but social media has been like popping like it never has before. Yeah, my initial thoughts on that is just, uh, you know, working backwards, and I'm I'm weird in this way a little bit, but just you're weird in a lot of just ways. Just believing that you know, understanding that this is important, number one, and believing that it can happen, and then be intentional to go and get it. Like, uh, I I just want everybody to understand like the work that goes into creating those followers and how intentional we are about creating content, uh, editing content, posting content, and. Uh, uh, so we can have that engagement with the entire world mm-hmm. from right here in our office. I think that's so amazing, and it's just a huge testament to to you, Sam, and and T York, and Jaden, and uh, um, you know the rest of our social media team and the entire Faster Freedom team. So super intentional, a lot of hard work that goes behind it. So I think it's really cool. Yeah, and I, th- I think we're starting to get like to an inflection point where it's cyclical, and I get frustrated with it. It goes up and down, and we don't even have like we have a couple of videos, older videos popping, but like nothing crazy right now. It's just, I'm thinking, I feel like we hit a, a new plateau and then like that's the floor. And then we go up, but mm-hmm. we go down to that floor. I feel like hopefully we're hitting a newer plateau to where it's gonna go up, it's gonna go down a little bit for sure, but the floor is not, you know, 30 followers a yeah. day. The floor is 500 followers a day, yeah. so things like that. Just, so. just like business, right? Like you're gonna hit a plateau at some point, then we got to reevaluate our strategy and figure out a better way to do things to get to that next level. Yeah, and, and on, on like on Facebook, we had 19,000 followers on Facebook 45 days ago. Now we have 179,000 followers. Amazing. So it's just yeah. insane what things are happening. And I think we're getting- The uh, book's coming back. The book, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, now we, we, uh, we, oh, the book, the Facebook, yes. Yeah. And we have our book coming out soon too. But anyways, um, yeah. So social media just been popping. I think it's consistency. I think it um, is we upped our, our um, the number of videos. We went from like one to two a day to two to three a day, so nothing crazy. But just getting those extra five to seven to eight to 10 videos a mm. week makes the world a difference because it just has more likely that one's going to. So you think it's it's more of a, a quantity game? A partial. I think it's that. And I think we've figured out a few strategies that work. We've upped our quality like crazy. Yeah. Everything, I would say we're, we're about to cross 2.5 million. I would say 1.7, 1.8 million was done on my freaking phone with mm-hmm. me doing 95% of the editing. So mm-hmm. we got really big there. And then 
I think it's natural. I've seen with other um, brands too. The minute you hand off ideation, editing, all that stuff, it's not what the people know and trust. Like there's certain creators that you see that do the same thing over and over. If they switch it up, I've been like, I don't like go back to dancing or go back to doing whatever. So um, not I think, authentic. Doesn't yeah. feel as authentic. And there's nothing wrong with it. You're trying to do more. Like I can yeah. only, right now I could maybe do three or four a week on my own. So, people, so keeping that message the same it's, as it's, we start. And I to think we're figuring that out now. Offload some of the pieces is uh, one of your biggest focuses. Yeah, and then my biggest focus is just kind of getting a last look at things. Like that, Jaden just did a, a a short form, a little Instagram post on taxes and how we pay taxes when we make money, we pay taxes when we buy shit, we pay taxes when we own shit, houses, cars, personal property taxes. So just, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not like a huge no tax guy, but we pay a lot of taxes and it's just interesting that you think it's only when you make it, but it's not. It's all throughout the whole thing. So we did a video on that, or did a post on that, and I was like, yeah, that's not clear enough, and he did this awesome design. I did two or three tweaks to it. He gave, me a, gave it back to me. I did one more tweak, and then we put it out this morning, and even for our channel, it got a 1,000 likes in an hour, which is insane. Mm -hmm. Usually on a single post, we'll get 75 to 100 likes in an hour, maybe 150. Um, so yeah, so anyways. 10 times that what 10 times yeah that. i know so i think we're getting the him doing his super creative stuff and then me just kind of doing the last touches which not that i'm better it's just my last touches are what people are used to yeah so just kind of mixing so i feel like we're getting into a good cadence love it two months from now we're going to be doing this i'm going to be super freaking pissed that we're not yeah. getting any followers it just is what it is but we'll anyway that's, that next plateau that's been a huge yeah. win for us it, it's going it's going crazy right now we're getting between all the platforms 20 to 50,000 a week followers. That is, and that's people hitting the follow button. Yeah. It's insane. So what do you think the biggest takeaway is or the lesson learned from that particular win? Uh, just not giving up. Like you said, we put so much effort and energy into it. I see so many people that put out really good content that will put out five posts a week for three months mm -hmm. and they get really good traction, but the videos are getting 800 views, 400, and then they stop because they want that 10,000 views, that 50,000 views, and just sticking with it. We had, you know, we had so many videos that got 40 views on, you know, YouTube for a while, or just, just being okay and being pushing off that gratification and that instant gratification kind of society we're in, and just if you stick with it long enough, you'll make it work, yep. for sure. Anybody has a story that they can tell, and the simpler um, the story and the earlier you are in your journey, the better. People think they yeah. have to have 50 rentals or they have to, you know, be a multimillionaire to get followers. No, you're going to get sure. way more followers if you're just starting out like this Lily Thompson, if you're, you probably heard of her, she's pretty big on social media now, but she had like 150,000 followers on YouTube as she was getting her first property. Mm -hmm. I have 90,000 on YouTube or YouTube sucks and we have 40, six million dollars in real estate so it's not about the flashy flexy stuff that's okay every once in a while but it's about the journey and, the, yeah. and so if you're starting out i would say do it and get, get just be okay with uh, minimum results at first yeah there's eight billion people in this world you're not going to you know if you document your journey it's gonna correlate it's gonna hit home to a certain segment a, of people a regardless shit ton of them like yeah, millions, a shit ton of them millions yeah. and that that goes for anybody and it's, it might be a different se a section of, or a group of people, but, that, but that's okay. Your story, some, it'll resonate with a, gr a large group of people no matter what, because they're probably going through something similar. Yeah, and this topic is real, I'm really passionate about, and you are too. It might not be a bad uh, topic to York to do uh, some type of branding um, overarching topic for an episode. So, all right, Walls, that was running right up on it. So, um, Thank you, Lucas, for being here. I appreciate you oh, coming you're, and yeah, being you're here. You're welcome. Thank, yeah. You're supposed to say thank you to me, too. Oh, well, thank you for coming today, You're, you're welcome. Showing awesome. up to work today. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes along with all our social media handles so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message and we'll cover it in an upcoming show.